Welcome to The Corner, La Source's digital show dedicated to the sport and entertainment industry. Every two weeks, we invite a professional to share their experience, background, and challenges. The sport industry moves fast, and having their insights is the best way to keep up to speed. Welcome to The Corner. With the 2022 World Cup quickly approaching, we wanted to spotlight one of our very first La Corner episode with Daniel Ribeiro, Director of National Team Services at the FPF, the Portuguese Football Federation. In this episode, Daniel provides some well-meant advices about innovation in football but in sports in general. He also depicts the backstage of the Celso's glorious rise on the line by victories at the year 2016 but also at the brand new 2018-2019 Nations League at the time. We really hope you will enjoy this short track. If I take organizing a Champions League final, uh, my first ever Champions League final, it was, uh, I arrived at UEFA in January and the match was in, uh, was in May in Paris, uh, Barcelona versus Arsenal in 2006. Um, I. I had to jump in right away, but at the same time, I didn't, um, I, I just didn't take what was already done and just go with it. No, I had to understand how the process, uh, what's the overall objective for everybody, for the teams, for the referees, for the sponsors, for the broadcasters, for the, uh, for the staff itself, because at the end of the day, we also have to take care of uh, the staff that's working on the project. Um, and, and that's very important for me in terms of what, um, uh, what, uh, how I could be successful at my job. So what does that naturally entail is by doing that mental process of understanding how things are, you end up uh, sort of subtly changing or, or if you want to call it innovating, but you end up and you you change because you want to improve on what was being done or, or, or how it's being done. Um, and you end up subtly changing without it feeling like it was a revolution. And, and if I give you another example, uh, when I inherited, when I moved to Portugal, um, our national team department, out of the 31 staff, 19 of them have been at the Federation for more than 15 years. So, where is the uncomfort? You know, I'm entering a new organization. Some people knew me um, from my wife today. Some people never worked with me. Some people never heard of me. And some people uh, had a great relationship with myself. But, you know, 19 people that have been in an organization for more than 15 years, it's going to be very difficult to get them to innovate and get them to do things in a different way. So if I look at it now, uh, four or five years later, I'm, I'm very proud that I wouldn't say I, I was able to touch everybody, quite, but I would have to say that, you know, now I have the team working in the image that I wanted to in a more cohesiveness, a more consistent uh, service level that they provide the coaches, that they provide the players. And I didn't innovate by uh, sort of showing up one day and revolutionizing the way we worked. It was subtle changes of documenting everything that we do. And, and I use and I use a very s simple recipe. It's what do we have to do, who do we have that can do it, and how much money can we spend? 
And if I just answer those three questions, 95% of my job is done. And then investing in the people that I work with to, to sort of aligning everything. And I think that's, if, if you look at, you know, innovation um, is not necessarily just doing, uh, you know, buying a new uh, IT tool and innovating. That's also part of it. But I think innovating in people is simply uh, showing them, leading by example of how uh, working together can improve their sort of efficiency and their work environment. So that's that would be, I guess, advice or uh, this more of a shared experience. That's a, that's how I would um, uh, sort of share my experience by uh, telling people to, you know, not necessarily question everything that you do, but look at it from nuts and bolts, A to Z. How do you uh, do the job that you do and, and what is lacking, what is missing, what can be better better done, and then take it from there. Um, and you'll see that if you look back at on a big picture, two, three years, the innovation was there. And, um, and I have two examples of that on Champions League and at the Federation at the National Team Services side, because uh, after all these years, I still saw uh, when UEFA came over this summer for the, for the Champions League in Portugal that a lot of the processes that I put in place at the time are still being used. So that's, uh, that is something that, uh, you know, you can sort of, uh, I can look back and, and be proud of. Yeah, honestly, uh, fully to, to 100% align, love it. You've just delivered a bit. The background, uh, the backdrop to, to innovation, uh, with the resources, the, the people you have, the different partners and how you can do it while, while still questioning or, or looking at doing things differently. So truly love it. I wish I could, I could end the podcast uh, right now on, on these words of wisdom. Uh, one, one final question for me, Danny, uh, which is a bit more to get, to get your views on, on the ecosystem or on the industry today. But what, which sports organizations do you see today? Uh, to be one of the most innovative or or the one delivering world-class events uh, from your own perspective? Uh, yeah, if you had to name one today, what, which one would that be? Um, I have to say, based on uh, internal workings and, and working closely with... Um, with the clubs that I've worked with, I have to say Real Madrid and Bayern Munich are two of the leading clubs on, uh, on innovation, um, especially off the pitch. In 2002, when I was still in New York, um, I remember taking a meeting. I was very young in my career, but I accompanied my boss at the time uh, where we took a meeting with a Spanish company that was doing uh, LED um, signboards, uh, so the publicity mm -hmm. boards around the pitch, and Real Madrid were the first club to uh, uh, to sort of come up with a system. And I know what they do with with their infrastructure in uh, in the stadium. And we'll, and and you know, one of my first visits will be to go to the to the remodeled Bernabeu Stadium because they're very very uh, ahead of their time in terms of uh, offering um, uh, experiences for 
for all the target uh, groups with the degree of difficulty in rebuilding in a stadium, not from scratch, but in the middle of, of the city center. So I've always had a tremendous amount of respect for Real uh, Madrid and Bayern Munich. And Bayern Munich on a whole different level as well in terms of... Um, of what uh, what they do with with their sponsors, what they do uh, as a board, uh, how they treat their ex players, um, uh, what they do. It's it's from top to bottom the most complete organization I've ever worked with, no doubt. Um, and then as a fan, which I don't know how the inner workings are, uh, <laughs> but I, I've always I've always loved what the IOC and the complexity of their organization because. Doing a winter and a summer Olympics on many different venues across across the world, um, and the amount amounts of athletes that are involved, amounts of groups. I mean, that's also quite impressive. Uh, but I've never worked with them. I've never been into one of the Olympics. But that's something that I think is also worth uh, worth getting to know a little bit how they work because they're, they're fascinating as well. Cool. Well, thank you, Danny. Uh, thank you for, for the replies and, and sharing your, your experience with us today. Uh, really a pleasure. I encourage everybody uh, to, to go and maybe like uh, to, to send a message to Danny if you want to hear crazy or, or cool stories around sports organizations, events. Uh, he has plenty of stories around those. We, we could not touch them today, but I hope like the words of wisdoms that he've shared today with us uh, Without you at all. Uh, thank you for the time, Danny, again. Uh, really enjoyed it and really appreciate it. You've reached the end of this segment. I hope you've learned something new. If you want to learn more about Last Source and our activities, visit our website, www.lastsource.io, or subscribe to our newsletter to receive the best sports tech news in your mailbox every month. And if you are still not entertained, listen to all of our Le Corner episodes to get the best insight into the sports industry. See you soon on Le Corner. Le Corner.